Hello everyone. So I'm on Facebook Live and I'm pretty sure my Instagram is working. If it's not, I'm just gonna have to double check that. Ooh, it isn't. Give me one moment. I am now live, there we are. So today I just happened to have some time on my hands and I thought, why not go live? Because now we can talk about things that really are important because if you're following me right now, you're doing it within reason. Now, if you're looking at me here and then you're looking at me over here and you're wondering why, Facebook's on this side and then I have Instagram on this side and then I have my TV screen right in front of me, which is actually my laptop, which is what I meant to say. So the reason why you're listening to this is, well, three reasons why your gym program is not working, okay? And your fat loss journey is no longer working. Now, I have a mixed amount of people who are, happen to be on my channels. You could be someone who is a personal trainer, which is more than likely because I network with a lot of you. Uh, you could be a, a doctor, you could be a, a general person just watching this because you go, hey, look, what do I need to know? Or why am I not getting these results that I thought I would? So three reasons why you are failing on your fat loss journey. And I know exactly how it feels because I also failed too. And it may not be fat loss per, um, per se, but it's these three things do manage across all of that. Because it's at the end of the day, it's a system. And you're probably thinking, maybe if you have someone who coaches you in something or teaches you something, they can teach you from a point of experience, even if they haven't gone through the exact same thing in the exact same situation, because it's very hard to find someone in there. But someone with a proper amount of experience can actually teach you that in another perspective. So three, three, three reasons why people tend to fail their fat loss journey. So the first thing I like to say is unmanaged expectations. Now, I believe and solely believe, hard on my heart, that this goes into my responsibility. And the reason why I say that is as a professional, and it took me a very long time for me to actually come to terms with this, as a professional in the fat loss or in the health industry, it is my job to manage your expectations and help you. For any personal trainers who happen to be listening to this, this is also your role too. You are going to be the person who needs to manage expectations. And what I mean by that is, no, you shouldn't be having all these supplements. No, you shouldn't be the person who's trying to Know, get quick fixes through celery juice diets and everything. I want people to start to like really think about this. If you had one car for the rest of your life and you had to drive it for the rest of your life, you'd choose pretty carefully what you put into it. So why don't we think about that as our body? It is technically the vehicle that takes us through life. So yes, you can every now and then have something that is no, less than um, optimal. But we need to start to understand that this body starts to push us through life. So things like, you know, when you see the quick fixes in nutrition and diets, the one thing that gets me worried about this, and let me know your opinion as well, is are we just going for the quick fix that is unrealistic and then when you do hop off it, everything starts to fall apart again. And I personally believe that everyone out there, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're doing, not just fat loss now, no matter what you're doing, you should be trying to understand why it works, the mechanics of it. You don't need to know it to the professor standard or the professional standard, but you do need to know the basic concepts of it, okay? I have been in the fitness industry for, since 21, so almost nine years now.
and every single time I do see it, and I'm guilty of doing it too, is the 12-week challenges that you see, or 8-week challenges, or 6-week challenges. I always tell people, hey look, go for it, but just know and understand what you're going to get out of this. Because if you're going to go for a 6, 12, 8, we want to make sure we know what you're going to achieve and what's realistic. Is it going to be the quick fix that you're looking for because it's not going to fix all your life problems? It could. Only if we start to learn something off it. So I like to actually use a lot of 6, 12 and 8 week challenges to actually track their lifestyle and also their habits. So let's say if you happen to be someone who's never exercised, for the 12 weeks your goal is not to drop weight, it's not to change your lifestyle completely, it's actually to get you on the steps of going into that um, lifestyle. So I would set small achievable goals. So if someone's never exercised in their life, and I've done this in the past, some people didn't like the way I've done it, because they're like, oh I promised I'll lose 20 kilos in 12 weeks, unrealistic. How many times have you exercised in the last 12 months? Never. So I go, why don't we just achieve this one goal? Come to the gym twice a week for 12 weeks. If you can get it by stage three or week three of that 12 week challenge, great, let's move on to the next stage, make the exercises a little bit harder. Because the thing is, if you just try and beat yourself down to the hardest point, guess what? You probably won't achieve that lifestyle that you're looking for, for a long term, okay? The second one, I'll tell a little story about this because uh, my friend and I used to say this all the time. He, uh, we were talking about cameras and had people come around and you know have this massive camera with a massive lens and the person didn't know what they were doing. This is just a bit of an example, kind of like me with all my powerlifting gear when I was doing this a long time ago. And we always used to say, all the gear, but no idea. And it happens a lot in this industry as well, the fitness industry. It's somewhat unregulated. And what I mean by this is we always have people who will go, hey, look, if I buy these shoes, or buy these sleeves, or buy these, this expensive gym membership, which will probably make you not go or go whatever your lifestyle's like, or if you take these meals and all that kind of stuff, we tend to think it's gonna give us the instant feeling of self-satisfaction. And it's easy to think about this because everyone is used to the fast society that we can get anything. Now, if you want something, you buy it online, you probably get it within 24 to 72 hours. If you wanna get food, you can order it on your phone, you get it within one hour. If you want something that you don't have the money for, afterpay, wow, it's very simple, right? We have so many things that are so easy to grab. Now, when it comes to your health, Nothing can be fast and nothing can be instant because we're all looking for that instant sense of gratitude. Now you can grab that in this health journey and this fat loss journey, but it needs to be checked. So your sense of, sense of satisfaction and gratitude needs to be things like, oh look, I understand my warm up. I feel more confident coming in. I've achieved my three days a week of training. And when you drank, you know, one alcoholic beverage day on the weekend and only had two or three standard drinks. These are your senses of gratitude. But not a lot of people want to be coached on this. So it's very interesting. And then we try and get people who kind of cheat the system. 
And what I mean by that is we try and find like the detox pill, we try and find the green teas that help us. When really what it needs to be is either patience, talking and communication, which ironically is what we do as humans, and also consulting with someone as well. Because these three things will actually help you understand the concepts, what you need to do, and where do we go from here for long term. The last one that I want to talk about is your goals versus your lifestyle. Now I've been doing this for the last, you know, since I was 21, almost eight years now. And I've seen people far and few. I get people who are really motivated at the start and they believe that they can push you as hard as possible. And then I get people who just stop. Then I'll get people who can talk it great. I want to do this, I want to do that. I do this already, I understand it. And then their actions are no emails, no replies, no communication, and they end up falling off. So this is where I find it really funny because this is your goals, but this is your lifestyle, okay? It just doesn't match. We need to make sure that these actions and your lifestyles tend to match the goals that you have in mind. Can't be a millionaire if you're spending more than a million dollars. So I had a person who goes, hey, look, I want to start training with you. And I was like, that's great. Let's get you going. Let's do the movement assessment. Let's get you setting up all these goals. But this particular person would say, but I'll wait till I'll retire. And I go, why would you wait till you retire? You have a friend who already trains with us and you actually drop off your friend each time, but you, you wait in the car every single week for the last six months. Don't you think you might as well just come into the gym for that hour with your friend and train? So that's what I mean. I'll wait to retire. How long does it till you retire? Five years. Okay. And this is what I mean by the actions versus the goal. So if it's not now, when would you want to? Because the, the truth is when it comes to exercise and lifestyles, it's, it's all delayed gratitude. You'll thank yourself in the future, but when it's time to do it, it takes a little bit longer. That's all I've got for now, really. It's something to think about. I, I've only did this because I wanted to you know, help as many people out there but to be able to speak about why you may not be getting these goals could be one of those three things. Your expectations are much too high to what you want to do. It could be you have the expectation that you want to buy your way in, but you can't buy your way in. The third one is your goals versus your lifestyles and your actions. You say you want to do something, but what are you going to actually do towards the goal itself and change the lifestyle? It can be hard, and the three solutions I've got for yourself is this. One, for your unmanaged expectations. Try and find someone who gives you realistic expectations, including when you fail. I say that because it's not about if you fail, it's always about when you fail. And think about it. If you were to go snowboarding for the first time, it's not about when, or you, sorry, it's not about if you fall. You're always gonna fall. It's about if, when you fall. So failure will help you. And don't think that struggling is a sign of failing. Struggling is a, is a test to see if you can push through. 
Now, all the gear no idea really that what I'm talking about is the instant gratitude. I always tell people, track your progress. Okay, don't expect someone else to do all of it. We can do a lot here, and we do a lot of photos, we do a lot of um, weights if we need to, and also your strength as well. But there's some things that probably you need to check just so you can reflect as well, because when you go through those hard times, you go through it and you go, hey, look, that was actually a good idea, or that day I had a really strong workout, what did I do? And you have a recall moment in the memory. That's the reason why actually I made this Instagram. 2013 was my first post, the first year that I used it. And I can look back and go, oh, look, I remember when I did that, and when I did that, and I still try and track a lot. So it's also for you guys to see how much I struggle, because I'm just like you guys. When it comes to your actions versus your lifestyle, this is probably the one that you need to really check your ego. Because the hardest part is realizing when you don't understand what you're trying to do. And what I mean by that is to ask and reach out for help. Because I would really recommend someone being able to help you with this because there's two types of people out there. People who think they're right, and people who think that they're always wrong. You always want to make someone be able to tell you what to learn and what to avoid. Because the biggest thing is there is so much news out there. So much. For me to be able to even share this information with you, I just had to click live. So that's what I mean by this unchecked information across the whole world. You want someone to be go, hey look, you want to probably avoid listening to this and focus listening on something else that's gonna be more aligned with your goals and your path. Because if you get distracted by all the shiny objects in the world, you're gonna find it very hard and very overwhelming. And I've got another story about this. I'm, I, I train a lot of very educated people from engineers, surgeons, doctors, um, everything in between, far and few. Especially the ones that do uni. Um, or have higher education, they tend to go into like your pub meds and go into medical journals and go, all right, I've got diabetes, what do I do? I'm gonna follow this. This journal told me that I need to do this. And I was like, okay, let's just take it back a bit. Because now you're giving yourself paralysis by analysis. You're overanalyzing the situation. The first question I always ask is, how often have you exercised in the last 10 weeks? Or in the last even say two weeks? And then we track it. And I track. Well, first of all, how hard was it on a scale of one to 10? Oh no, I just walked to the train station, it was pretty easy, but I was getting knee pain. All right, good. And someone like myself would go, let's start to look at what your weakest link is. Your weakest link is, well, the inconsistency. Your knee pain was coming because of the lack of strength and physical activity. So we actually need to look at your knee first before we start looking at your weight loss and diabetes or your shoulder pain, because if you're getting pain from just walking to the train station, let's focus on that knee. Then after that, we can start to develop a bit of cardiovascular uh, endurance to get you going, feeling a little bit better. Then we can work on your nutrition, and then we can work on your strength, cardio, and nutrition all at the same time. And can you see how it was one step at another? Now for another person, they might have just gone you know, unchecked. They may have just done this. I have knee pain and I have diabetes, so I'm gonna go keto, low carb, with no consultation, by the way. And with my knee pain, I'm just gonna keep running. Or I'm just gonna keep walking and walking and walking. And then they forgot that the weakest link is actually their knee, 
hence why they're getting knee pain and they're not doing the rehab on it. And it goes into a big circle where they might just have lots of pain and keep pushing through and stop and it keeps happening. So it becomes a never ending cycle. That just gives you a little bit of insight of what we can do here and uh, what a lot of people can do to help you out. So surrender that control, but work with someone, okay? Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you find that beneficial. If you have any questions in the future, obviously let me know. Uh, this one's a bit spontaneous, but I think one of the biggest things is we wanna keep this going. So on Fridays, we do go Instagram live with Stefan. So check us in tomorrow. Hopefully he's feeling a little bit better. I'm gonna check, check in on him. If not, it will just be me again. So feel free to send me any questions. If you did send a question from earlier this morning, because I did post a, uh, a story and I didn't get to it, I'll actually do it tomorrow. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great Thursday and uh, ask me any questions in the future. Thank you for watching.